0: The Holy Gospel, according to Luke, glory to you, O Lord. And when the days of their purification, according to the law of Moses, were finished, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male will be dedicated to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. There was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, For my eyes have seen your salvation. You have prepared it in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory to your people Israel. His father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and told his mother Mary, Indeed, this child is destined to cause the fall and rise of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be opposed. And a sword will pierce your own soul that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, a daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was well along in years, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and was a widow for 84 years. She did not leave the temple serving God night and day with fasting and prayers. At that very moment, she came up and began to thank God and to speak about him to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had completed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The boy grew up and became strong, filled with wisdom, and God's grace was on him. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. And let us pray. Gracious God, send forth your Spirit by the power of your Word to create faith, to forgive sin, to grow our love for you and for one another amen well a candle is a very simple yet beautiful thing it's simple in the sense that it's just some rope dipped in wax and you light it on fire and it can it can give light to different things but yet it's something beautiful And I can say that because I've looked out on Christmas Eve and seen all your faces all dazzled by, ooh, candles. And it's something that candlelight dinners and all those things are always special, and yet it's something completely unnecessary for us. Have you thought about that? We live in a society now where we have no need for candles whatsoever. Zero need. We could do something different in church. We don't need to light candles before worship. We don't need to light candles as a symbol of prayer. We can do all sorts of other things. And yet, we hold on to them because they are something for special occasions. They're the symbol of a bygone era, and yet we keep them. We use them for birthdays, right? Birthday candles? Uh, those romantic dinners? Yeah, just to let you know, guys, ladies light like candles. We, we light them for, uh, to make the house smell good, you know? And then we light them in church for prayer and for other things. But I wonder if something is missing for us today for this importance of candles. Because, you see, we have, you know, LED lights can last 16 years. Fluorescent lights can last 8 years. A candle, depending on how big it is, depending on how tall it is, how wide it is, can last anywhere from Five minutes to five days, it all depends. But there's something vulnerable, there's something mortal, there's something limited in this image of a candle. A candle just by itself could be a sermon to us, to remind us of that mortality, to remind us that life is short. I think of Job 7. Verse 7, where he says, My life is but a breath. Or Psalm 102.3, where the writer says, My days are like smoke. Or James 4, Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will travel to such and such a city and spend a year there and do business and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring, what your life will be, for you are all like vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes. I know this doesn't sound all that uplifting, but give me a moment. Because then we get to Luke 2. And what do we see in Luke 2 but these two sets of actors? One is a baby. One end of the candle. The lighting first of that candle. A baby, vulnerable, limited, small. And then the other side of that candle are these two centenarians. The ones who are about to see that candle go out. And they are brought together for one purpose and one purpose only. A sermon. Did you hear it? A sermon. The child is spoken of as the one to bring salvation. The one to bring redemption. The one who is to be a savior for those who are in need of saving from something as simple as death. We don't have to talk about sin to realize that we are in need of something. And then you have Simeon and Anna who are given the promise of living longer than the average person of that day to have the chance to see this Jesus. That's their purpose in life. Everything about their life revolving around waiting to see the Christ. I love Simeon because... He comes forward. He gets to pick up Jesus. And then what does he say? Lord, now dismiss me in your peace. For your word has been fulfilled, for I have seen your salvation, a light to the nations. Basically saying, Lord, you can kill me now. I've fulfilled everything. Everything of my life is completed now in just seeing and holding this child that hasn't even yet gotten to the point of taking on all sin dying and rising for my sake it's funny because that that sermon is a song and it's a song that we normally sing at the end of communion lord now let your servant go in peace for your word has been fulfilled we also sing it at the end of Compline, the the night office of the daily prayers just before you were to go to sleep lord now let your servant go in peace for your word has been fulfilled And then it used to be customary that we would sing it at funerals. Near the end, Lord, now let your servant go in peace, for your word has been fulfilled. A wonderful, pure promise for us who sit on this side of the veil, waiting for God to come and rescue us from the thing that we fear most, which we can see just in our society The attempts to try and to avoid that which is to come eventually the candle that is to be burned out we usually have doctors who have a you know a medication for that or a plastic surgery for that or an exercise for that or a special diet for that to hold those things off and yet we have this christ who comes as you heard phyllis read from hebrews 2 victory over death life everlasting life and salvation Well, then we have Anna. Anna is a wonderful, wonderful character in the scriptures because we don't know anything about her except for this small little collection of verses that she was a prophetess. She spent all her time worshiping, praying, fasting, ministering. She gets to see Jesus, and then what does it say? But she speaks to everyone of this child, this redemption for Jerusalem. What we have here, church, for us is this picture of a baby, the most vulnerable part, and the elderly, the other most vulnerable part, being the sermon spoken to us of the reality of this child come for a purpose for our salvation. And I wonder, church, today, are we Simeon and Anna? Can we see that in our life, as we go through our days, Our entire purpose, whatever we do in our vocation is fine, but our entire purpose is to proclaim this Christ, child. To proclaim the redemption and salvation that is caught up in this Jesus, this baby. Can our whole life be caught up in waiting to see this Christ who is to come for us? It is fancy that Simeon's song is... As I said, what we read, what we sing near the end of communion. And I had a quote come up in my Facebook memories this last week, which said, we should go to the Lord's table as though we are going to death. So that when we go to death, it's as though going to the Lord's table. That we go to Christ to have him give us what it is that we need, not what it is that we want in his body and blood, that bread and that wine given for you. For the purpose of life and salvation, as Luther tells us. Of focusing on that Christ for us. And that is for you and it is for those as we depart from this place. We will sing that verse later on here in the service. To think as we go from here. How many of us are called to be Simeon and Anna, to find someone to call them forth to the life and salvation that they need? Because it's been given to you. You've done nothing for it. It's been gifted to you by God. And so I pray that we become those sorts of believers too. Thanks be to God. Amen.